0: We are Tim and Michelle Hill of Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show.
1: We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count.
0: This week, we're going to be talking about habits. And today, we're going to talk about one particular kind of habit, micro habits starting small with habits can be a really, really big deal. And you'll find lots written about it. And I was going to bring the books to hold up. So pretend I'm holding up a book for you. (laughs) Probably the two most common.
1: Visualize.
0: (laughs) The two most well-known books are Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg and Atomic Habits by James Clear.
1: So we thought an easy way to step into this topic would be to take a basic article online written by Paul Schroeder and talk about it. We'll link to the reference below, and then we'll talk about it. And he gives a rough outline in the article about the introduction to power of microhabits.
0: So here's kind of the overview of what that article says. It says that microhabits are an action that requires minimal motivation to complete very little effort. So they're very frictionless, small actions. And the idea is that it's important to focus on forming the habit first and then grow that into something more significant. So the power of micro habits is that they're so simple, have so little cost for you to do them that you can't say no or make an excuse not to do them. So that's kind of a weird concept when you think about, it's not what we normally think about with habits. So we thought we'd start with some examples.
1: Right. You're right. Normally you think about, we got to change my overhaul, everything. I have to yep. change all my habits. I have to do everything for a very long time in order to get any type of results but what he was talking about in that article was reading was his example he wanted to read more um, he never thought he had time he was always tired at the end of the day but he wanted to start to read more whether mm-hmm. it was fiction or nonfiction, just to learn or expand so he set a habit to read one page a day yep. and that seems silly one page what good is that going to do <laughs> Anyone can do that, but is that enough is what a lot of people think. So there were days he said he was even too tired to do that, to read the one page, because he had worked all day or whatever. But he thought, it's one page. I can do that. It's easy. So boom, the habit was formed. He started doing that one page a day, one page a day. Then he slowly added more. And then he switched over to minutes, and he would, because, you know, one page takes, depending <laughs> on how fast you read, you know, 30 seconds to one minute. He didn't go by page numbers. He switched over to minutes, and he said, I'm going to read five minutes a day. And he started reading five minutes a day, and then he increased it five minutes each time or each week or, or whatever. He didn't go into that detail. And before he knew it, he was reading 45 minutes a night. And he said it surprised him. It really did. Yeah. Because he started off really small, one page, bleh, But boom, he was reading 45 minutes a night.
0: So the classic B.J. Fogg example, uh, which I'm going to tell you because it actually worked for me, (laughs) is that, and and this is going to seem like a really trivial example, but it shows kind of the power. He wanted to floss his teeth. I have never in my entire life been able to... Uh, create a habit of flossing my teeth even like the oh I know I'm going to the dentist in a month I better start flossing (laughs) like like emergency flossing like the two like they aren't gonna know right
1: (laughs) I'll make up for a whole year of not flossing in a month
0: (laughs) right so I would and I couldn't even keep that up I this is a something I have never been able to do but I know it's healthy for for me and I've always like thought that I should do that wanted to do that probably should is a bad word but wanted to do that So that was BJ's as well. He wanted to floss his teeth, couldn't seem to form the habit. So he switched that to a micro habit and said, I'm just going to floss one tooth. I'm going to brush my teeth and then floss one tooth. Now that seems really stupid. Why would you just floss one tooth? And that's kind of the point because once you're there, once you've done the one why not do a few more? Why not do the whole mouth? (laughs) All right. And so that's how it grew. But his point was, I'm going to be happy if I've just flossed one, because it's going to take me, what, five seconds, like, and making it as frictionless and small as possible, and then grow the habit.
1: It seems like frictionless is a key word. Frictionless is a key word. It keeps coming up. In our lives. (laughs) Yes. And a lot of different other things too, but it's so true. I think that's why it's coming up. Yeah. Because friction is what st- you know slows everybody down it's 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 hard so if you can do it as frictionless as possible i think that's the key so let's talk about a few things we each found interesting about the article you go first
0: all right so the thing that impacted me the most about tiny habits in general is the is that idea of focusing on forming the habit before growing the habit, that it's two different steps and making it as easy as possible to do the thing, so that it becomes entrenched and then growing it up. So one example of this in my life, and this isn't exactly a micro habit because it doesn't start as a micro habit, but it'll share the idea of starting small and growing in something that makes total sense. So I have my whole life hated running, <laughs> hated running. I used to be a competitive swimmer in the part of the preseason where we had to log running miles. Oh, I hated it. It was like the worst, but I always wanted to be a runner. Like why I want to do something I I hate. I don't know. You
1: always see the runners and on the road, and they never look happy. No, no, don't. They always look like they're in pain and they're just (laughs) horrible. Well, and I've done it. So I'm, I'm I wanted to team. be,
0: I've wanted to be a runner and I used to decide, okay, every so often, about every couple of years, I'd decide, all right, I want to be a runner and I'm going to, I'm going to go out. So I'd go out and I'd run a mile and I'd be like, this sucks. <laughs> I really hate this. And, and so I came to a point where I realized I'm starting this wrong. I'm not, I'm not starting it properly. If I start with something like couch to 5k, when that became a thing, if I start small and something that's easy and then work up to the couple miles, three miles, five miles. That makes more sense. And so I did, and lo and behold, I realized that that was the whole problem. I was starting poorly and I learned to love running. And I actually miss it and would like to start again. And so over the course of about seven, eight, 10 years, I would consistently run. And so that's one example of a habit that starts small and you can grow. That's the most powerful thing in my mind, about tiny habits.
1: I think you should, especially with running, you should just run to the bathroom. That's, you start small. (laughs) That's a micro habit. That's a micro, micro habit.
0: (laughs) That can be very helpful at times, (laughs) That's true. Okay, this whole episode is going off the rails.
1: (laughs) That's my job. He also talked about three R's the reminder, routine, and reward. The reminder is you set some type of trigger that you do it at a certain time so that you get into the habit of doing it that time. So it could be an alarm. It could be a certain time of day, something else happens, you know, oh, I'll do this right after I eat or, you know, if you floss your teeth or whatever. So some type of reminder. And then the routine, which is the actual habit that you do that. And then the reward, that's the benefit you gain. So if you make that powerful enough, strong enough that you want to repeat that habit, those three things, to me, if you get those three things down, that that was important to me as well.
0: Yeah, that was it. That's, I think, straight out of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, that he had a little chart and everything on that article. BJ Fogg talks about it a little bit differently, but one thing to take away from this, because we can dive into this deeper in another episode, how to form these micro habits exactly. But just recognize that there is a process, that it's not just randomly your will and motivation to do this thing over time. There's a there's a, a legit process for forming habits.
1: True, true, true. One thing that he said that really hit me hard is um I can't read it because you didn't. You scrolled up to it and then you scrolled back. If I'm going to quote him, I have to read the quote.
0: Well, uh, yeah, but it's my turn next. No, look, it
1: said right there. Okay. I thought you said that.
0: No, I didn't. So this is another thing from the article. If we switch, we're going back and forth. You had the the reward reminder re- I don't, thing, but I you and were then done. this is my turn. Yeah. So uh, this is a quote directly from the article. He said, these micro habits have shaped the way I live and have helped me do things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. And the reason I found that important was that they seem so trivial. When you make a habit so small and so frictionless that it seems ridiculous to, to actually do it, that that's the micro habit, that it actually has the ability to make big changes in your life. What's the thing, the small hinges move big doors? That concept That's true. is one of the things that I think is really cool about micro habits. And it was interesting that he could say it from the other side of when people are like, is this really gonna work? He's like, no, I have formed these micro habits and they shape the entire way I live. And they have let me do things that would not have been possible otherwise. I thought that was really a cool statement.
1: Yeah, I like that too.
0: Now it's your turn again.
1: One thing again, it really (laughs) hit me earlier, but now I'll tell you. It hit me again. It hit me again and I'll (laughs) tell you why. He said, quote, when you get comfortable, you start to die. If you're not doing things to make you better, you're slowly getting worse. And it reminded me of another quote from Shawshank Redemption, which I, can say, I cannot say that apparently. My
0: dad tried to say that to me on Friday, and he couldn't say it either.
1: Shawshank. It's hard coming in cold on that one. Shawshank Redemption. There we go. You either get busy living or you get busy dying. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. But you got to do that. But that's, again, I think goes to make it passionate, make the goal passionate. It's like, here's what I want to do. I want to live my life passionately. I want to do these things. I want to achieve these things. So that's the main goal. And then establish the micro habits and then build into bigger habits so that you're not dying. You're busy living.
0: One more final quote from the article. It says, all these things have become baked into my daily routine through micro habits. And he had listed a whole bunch of different things. But one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about that quote a little bit is the idea that about studies show 43% of our lives are lived habitually. We create habits without realizing that we do. And about 43% of our lives are actually habits. And when we can form those intentionally, then we create momentum in our life. And when he says all of these things have become baked into my daily routine through micro habits is that it's really possible. It is really possible to make changes starting really small. So, today's to-go co- takeaway is to take a look at your own life and think about the things that you want to do but you're struggling to do. And figure out how could you make that really small and easy? What no-brainer first step could you take to begin to form the habit? Now, we haven't given you enough information in this particular little episode to allow you to really step into that, but I kind of just want you to be aware of that like Think about when you're struggling, if there's something that you could start really small with and and go from there.
1: Yeah, that's the first step is awareness that there there is a problem or that you want to change or what can you change. So just be aware. First step, small step, micro habit of awareness. So that's the to-go cup takeaway today. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters Box.
0: Instead of our normal call to action about the box that we give you today. Clubhouse has just opened up to Android. And so we head out of here and go directly into a Clubhouse room. If you are an Android person and you would like to join us in those conversations every weekday morning, or you want to join in the in the world of Clubhouse, we both have, I don't know, seven or eight invites available. And yep. though it's open to Android, it's still invite only. And we would love to share those with some of our listeners. And so feel free to DM us and we'll be happy to get you set up.
1: Yes, that's something we do every weekday morning at 7.15 Central Time with a spark question is what we call it. It's a a thoughtful question and then a gratitude prompt. So it's just a way to start your day in a positive way.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: All right, thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to coffee with you each morning and conversation. We'll be here Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Central Time. So join us then.
0: Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning.
1: Stay caffeinated, y'all.
0: Your hat matches my shirt, and my hat matches your shirt. Yeah, I did X that. Thing I planned during, that. You didn't plan Bleep. that. Bleep! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I gotta take that out. <laughs> Bleep!
1: Are we recording? Yes. Are we late?
0: No. <laughs> We're not late. Yes, we are. We're never late.
1: We're late to Clubhouse sometimes.
0: Well. <laughs> because of this. Are we live? No. <laughs> Is it seven? Somewhere. No. Somewhere seven o'clock somewhere now we're done no <laughs> now we are do you hear the music that means we're live Huh? you got plenty of time but i always get nervous i'm nervous today are you i have no idea why <laughs> we made it we so. made it